Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Friends, this subject we've been working with the past week or so is a very tenuous study. and uh, it, It's a very important study. We've been talking about backsliding, healing, and recovery. The subject is very sensitive and far-reaching. You know, I, we've got to thank our guests tonight for their candidness and their honesty. You know, the, 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 that's, that's just so needed today. And we thank God, God has healed them and forgiven them, and they're going on to serve God. Praise the Lord. But friends, from a counseling perspective, most models that we've been working with for the past 30 years in counseling, almost 800,000 hours of counseling for different programs, they follow the AANA 12-step model, usually, in behavioral psychology and counseling. And what we're seeing is, that step one talks about admitting that you have a problem. And from my observation, many people backslide, some people backslide, but don't leave the church. And of course, we all need to be honest about where we are, admit where we are, and then go from there. So again, we, when issues arise, in the home, in the church, we want to ask ourselves, Lord, have I had a part in the uh, wife-husband disagreement? Have I had a part in my child or whatever? Because if we can admit where we are, then we can open up ourselves to healing, forgiveness, reconciliation. So we want to introduce our guests tonight. They're very special, very special. We thank God for them. First is Brother Tommy Wingate. Church of God, born and bred. He's a PK son. Uh, he's an accomplished piano player and organ. Uh, he's written music and a poet. And uh, he's an owner-operator in the transportation uh, field. He's a dad, a husband in the Church of God, and we just thank God uh, for him. Also, Sister Annette Williams. The most impressive thing about Ms. Williams, it's not that she worked in a pilot program for inner city children to enhance their reading skills, uh, even with the Board of Education there in Michigan, or that she worked in the financial department in the medical field, also in Michigan. Not that she's a writer, mom or grandmother. What's most impressive about her, she mentions and talks a lot about Jeremiah 314. You know the verse, I'm sure. It says, turn all you backsliding children, say at the Lord, for I am married unto you and that's the blessing yeah. thing we got we're trying to get across that if if you if you're 
disenfranchised from the church or in pain, there is help. And we have these people here who've been through that. God's restored them. I can tell you how they have done it. So tonight we want to dive back into our questions. Let me say hello to our guests. Let's give them a hand tonight, if we would, please. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Glad to have you on here tonight, and it's good to see you. All right, who wants to go first? Brother Wingate. Brother, <laughs> Brother Wingate. Brother Wingate, when you, <laughs> and we'll dive right in. All right. Yeah. Brother Wingate, was it something overwhelming that just took you out or something that you had not experienced yet? Which time? The well, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be funny because I grew up in the Church of God, and if you want to talk about as a child, um, expand or as on an that. adult, expand on that. Take those two okay, and expand so, them you, if you would, please. Okay, growing up the Church of God, we're in church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, uh, Friday, uh, revivals, camp meetings, and. And we learned the gospel, and um, I just, as a young person, maybe starting around maybe 13 or 14, I would pray and you know, go to the altar like every other young person does, and um, I'd get camp meeting salvation, and school would come, because mom and dad didn't homeschool back then, school would come, and I'd get around tears, I wasn't sanctified, I was still carnal, and bam, I'm back out in the sin again. And that bred that backsliding attitude. And somehow this behavior was acceptable, and really it was not acceptable to God. It wasn't acceptable because, as the scripture says, I crucified Jesus afresh. But it was seen, it seemed like the ministers acted like it was acceptable. It seemed like that you know this you you have a young person's salvation but i'm looking back on it now i know that god could have kept me and that carried on to my adult life where finally i just i just resigned that uh you know what i i love the saints i love the evening light songs i love the church of god i i know it's truth but i can't do it right now that's what i thought so I went away and married in sin and went out in the world and got involved in all kinds of snares. And But God had mercy. So Amen. I forgot even what your question was. Now, it just, it, it, my mind just went off to uh, backsliding. And I know it started as a child. This behavior was like a habit. You answered the question quite wonderfully. Mr. Annette, when you went out, did other spirits try to come in after the initial leaving of the Lord? Did other spirits try to come in? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. When you leave God, you leave your defense. You have no okay. protection. All right. And mm -hmm. I found that after I left God, I, I was at the mercy of the enemy. And I remember one particular incident happened that was so horrible. And then I went to try and get some help, but because I had a bad past, nobody would believe what happened to me. So then mm. I was, I, I had to just suck it up, so to speak. So then years later, God saved me. And then again, I was faced with the same 
the person who perpetrated the problem. And when I saw him, I thought every, everything came back to me. And if I said, but Lord, I'm saved now, how can I feel this hurt? How can I feel this? And then something came to me because I was, I remember just as I was in leading devotion in a revival that, that my pastor at the time was leading. And I was doing devotion and the person came in and I was just devastated. So after you know, I went out and after I went outside and I was, I was saying, Lord, this just has to be the devil. It just has to be the devil. And then something came to me and said, you need to apologize. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. I was the victim. Why should I apologize? But the, the, the word came so that you need to apologize. So I went back in the service was over. I went back and I asked the person to step outside. And when I stepped outside, they said, listen, I know that I need to. I said, please just let me see what I have to say. And I said, I apologize for being out of place. And it seemed like when I said that the person broke down, then went back to the church and evidently they had gone to the altar and was not able to break through. When they went back after our um, conversation, then the Lord helped them to break through. But what the Lord did for me was amazing yes. because yes. I felt, I mean, I, I felt when I went to the altar in 02, I thought everything was, everything's fine now. But when I faced this again, I felt the hurt and the shame and the, and the embarrassment just came on me so heavily. But then afterwards, it was like it never was. Listen. When I tell you, it was like it never was. I mean, just like they were just like any other saint of God that just came in and went. I felt nothing. I mean, I felt not, I was not embarrassed. I was not hurt. I was not angry. It was like I had a clean slate. My heart was not broken. God had healed me. And I thought, this is what it's all about. When God um, forgives you and he redeems you, and then he heals you. That was the best I felt. And I said, you know, and this was after I get, came back to God, when he just healed that hurt, healed that, that embarrassment, healed that. Mm. It was amazing. It was amazing. And, and then it was just like, it never was. No, I have to walk around this person or I have to see if they're coming down the aisle. None of that. It was wow. just like, it never occurred. He had healed my heart. Beautiful, beautiful. Any comments from our director? No, sir, not at the moment. If not, we'll go back to Brother Wingate. We're having some technical issues, but I'm sure he'll be back on board. All right, all right. So when did when did that healing begin, Sister Annette? After you went out, was that healing a couple weeks, a couple months? When did that healing begin? Well, Brother sir, Wingate, I'm going to come okay. to that after that. I I'll was, ask I was, okay, okay, go ahead, I was gone a long time. Okay. So um, you were asking about other spirits. While you were out, I okay. accumulated lots of ungodly things. It was okay. just almost like I was a magnet. It just, you know, just, it wasn't until when I came back, when God allowed me back in 02, that he delivered me from those things. However, like Brother Wingate had said yesterday, there's, there were scars still. And sometimes, I, and and that one in particular time, I didn't even know I had it. I didn't know I was feeling that way because I had not scary. seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. But when God allowed me just to be smacked in the face, so to speak, mm. then, then he just healed me. Yes, sir. Brother, any comments on that? If not, I have a question for you. 
Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. You've taken us to when you were a young person in the Church of God and how that habitual going back carried over and there caused some pain. When did that healing begin to take place? When did that healing begin to take place? So I was backslid from the time I, I moved out probably when I was like 19 years old and I uh, met my wife and, you know, I would go come around camp meeting and do revivals and come and see the saints because I still loved them even though I wasn't saved from time to time. And then um, one night uh, I was in my 40s and um, I woke up about two o'clock in the morning and the scripture came to me. Yes. There is a way that seemed right unto man, but then there of his death. And that was God. Mm. Because I, I, I thought about the saints, I thought about Jesus, and I thought about the church, but I didn't see any way back. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't a religious person. I didn't go out into other religions. I didn't even consider... Um, but I had gotten deep into sin, very deep in the bondage of, uh, you know, just even things I wouldn't even want to mention, but just the, the, the sins that people in the world get involved in. Sure. And, sure, sure, um, sure. you know, sure. it just, that's what happens when you backslide. You, you're either in bondage to God or you're in bondage to sin. Yes. <laughs> There's mm -hmm. no in between. So don't let the devil deceive you tonight. You're not making your own way. You're not choosing. Yeah, you choose sin. But after you choose him, you're in bondage to him. From then on, you're not choosing what you do. You're not choosing how far you go. You are not in control. Mm. And the, the devil is a liar. Okay, that's what we need to remember mm. is he's a liar from the beginning. And he lied to me. He lied to me my whole life. And I just, if I, if I can say anything to anybody and you're in the same boat, you need to seek after God because I didn't. I, I did, but I didn't. I didn't. I would try, but I'd get around the saints, and there was personal issues there. Um, this goes to some of the other healing. You asked about the healing. This goes to some yeah. of the other issues with ministers and uh, personal things were said. I mean, part of being a PK is you're under a lot of pressure. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, for example, i just tell you this. This happened. My dad was a pastor. Uh, it, I was in my 20s, and people from the church were, do you know what your son's doing? Well, I was out of the house. Why in the world would somebody do that? You know, go tell I mean, I was, I was a, a man paying my own bills, and they were running to my dad telling him what I was doing. I mean, it's just like, pray for me and love me. That's what I needed. I didn't need uh, those other things. But I can and never will make an excuse for it because I know somewhere in there, even though I may not remember God was faithful to me, and I knew he could have kept me. So somewhere in there, I refused to give up self. My next question is going to be a little bit going to tug at the heart. But before I do, if you just tuned in, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. And our main focus is to reach out to those who have been disenfranchised, who feel like they're by themselves, left the church or whatever to reach out to you, let you know we love you and we're praying for you and you can make it back. And Amen. can be reconciled yes, and built yes. back up in God. Amen. Uh, my name is Prince, uh, licensed counselor, founder of NIQ Center, and I am retired. Sister Annette, 
this question might be a little bit difficult, but I'm going to ask it, and you have the option to uh, answer now. When you backslid, what, how did it affect the family, the children? How were they affected? We can't hear you. Can you guys hear? I can. Can't hear her. No, can't hear her. Can you hear, Pastor? No, I can't hear her. Okay. Yeah, we can't hear. Let me go to Brother Wingate, and she can uh, 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 answer in a minute. Brother Wingate, also to you, when you left, what effect did that have on the children, wife, etc.? That's that's really hard because. I mean, looking back on it, you can obviously see the reaping from seeing it in your kids because, you know, you can say, I'm sorry. You can say the church of God is the way to go. You can say all these things. But at the end of the day, they're like, Dad, you didn't do this. Or, you know, they won't come out and say it to you. They're very sweet because they love you. But it has affected their life. My sin affected them and uh, my wife. There was trust issues. I mean, it's just you don't even want to talk about. I mean, it's let me tell you something. The effects of sin, you it's so far reaching. You, I don't even know. I can't even tell you how bad it, it affected my family, uh, my my children, uh, my everybody that knew me, because it just does. It it, it leaves a mark. Only Jesus can wash and make you whiter than snow and restore in your own life the years that sin took. But now you have to go and try to work with those that you had an influence on because we all have influence. Whether we want to believe that or not, from a minister to the person in the pew, a child that's affected another child, we all have an influence, whether it be good or evil. And sin... Influence made my influence evil. That's all I can say. Well, brother, when you, if it's any consolation, you remember, brother Moon loves you. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Sister Annette, question also to you: Is her audio? It's yeah, it's not working. So here's okay. what I suggest: you can co go out and come back in, if okay. you don't mind, Sister Annette. Go and out and come back in with uh, brother Wingate. Brother Wingate. Yes. So was it? The question was asked last about forgiveness of God or forgiving yourself. I want to revisit that again. Your answer was quite astute last time. So forgiving yourself, forgiving God, which one was more difficult to do? Well, as a, the way I always viewed this, and it, it helped me to accept forgiveness from God, was I would forgive my children. Okay. And... I know that God wouldn't require more of me than he required of himself. So if he requires me to forgive my brother 70 times 70, which I didn't backslide anywhere close to that, you know, not even, not even the ball, even as a young person, um, maybe I don't, I don't even want to try to put a number on it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> this is terrible. Lord bless the children of the church of God. They need help. I mean, so <laughs> it's it, uh, 
you asked. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Well, you covered it quite well. Thank you for that. Sister Annette, question yes, to you. Uh, what was the effect when you left, God left the church, what was the effect on family, children, husband? What was the effect on family? The effect on my family. Can you hear me? Sure. You sound okay. very good. Huh? The effect on my family was, like the brother said, very harmful because my children then learned things they shouldn't have learned had I been where I was supposed to be. Not only that, um, you lose influence. Like the brother was saying, people look up to you and, and now you failed, not because God couldn't, but because you wouldn't. But sometimes people don't see that. They point and say, God couldn't keep her. No, that's not what happened. Well, I didn't want to stay. And as a matter of fact, even last evening after, after the podcast, someone called and said that they used to visit my home during the fellowship meetings. And they had a very large family. And when I backslide, slid, they no longer had a place to stay for the fellowship mm. meetings. Mm. So from that time to their children got grown, they did not go to the fellowship meeting because they had no one to stay. And even after all this time, I said, you never know. The, the, the backwash from what you've done is just so far reaching. So if, if, if you're thinking that something's going on in your life and you're tending toward backsliding, there's nothing yes. that can yes. go on right now in salvation yes. mm -hmm. that can be as bad yes. as being unsaved again. Nothing. Because if you just take a breath and just wait, God will help you. God will help you. He's promised to do that. Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and sometimes True. we don't want to suffer. And, and this is a suffering way. And, and it's not popular, but that's the way it is. But when we allow God, even if it takes time, there's no limit. God's never late. There's, we have limits. God doesn't have limits. So when we allow God to do his thing and we learn to be patient, there's a lot of things in waiting that we learn. It's not pop popular, nor is it enjoyable, but it's God's way. So if you're feeling that it's the pressure's too much, it's not as bad as sin. I, I don't care what you're going through. It's not mm. as bad as sin. And you have to think about coming back. Well, friends, our next question to both of our panelists, how did you handle people that would not forget the past? But that's for next week. Our oh. time has gone beyond time. <laughs> we thank you for our uh, panelists tonight. <laughs> We're going to ask them to come back again to answer that question people who don't forget how do you handle them but i want to thank our panel tonight our our co-host and you who viewed in tonight thank you much for coming tonight to wounded hearts may the lord bless you see you next week and the lord bless you